Hi, and welcome back to This Week in Voice special London Book Fair 2019 edition. My name is Bradley Metrock. I'm CEO of a company called Score Publishing based in Nashville, Tennessee. Our sponsor for This Week in Voice is Magic and Company. Magic and Company's Ben Fisher gave a presentation at the 2019 Alexa conference talking about the importance of uniting brands with voice technology. If you are a company, an organization, or an individual looking to do something with voice, check out Magic and Company. Go look up Ben Fisher on LinkedIn. You'll be glad that you did. We are thrilled to have a live panel here at the London Book Fair. I'm going to let these fine folks introduce themselves. I'm going to start with B. Who are you, B? What do you do? My name is B, B Capitan, and I'm from Vancouver, West Coast Fresh Canada, where it's snowing right now. <laughs> uh, I uh, am an ebook designer and publisher of next generation ebooks with embedded audio clips and interactivity, and I'm just thrilled to be here. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hi, my name's Eleanor, Eleanor Long, and I'm one part of Topocita. So, Topocita, which is an animation company, and um, we've made um, our first book, which is called Gaudet's Gift for Children, which is an interactive, fully animated book. Um, and our, my partner here. Hello, yes, my name's Trevor, Trevor Young, and uh, I'm the other half of Topocita Animation. And yes, we created a, a book called Gaudet's Gift. And, uh, and it's won a few awards and done very well. Um, so, yeah. Thank all three of you for joining us. Thank You're welcome. You. Thank you. This is a privilege. So, normally what we do with This Week in Voice is we have a set of stories for the week, um, different things that have gone on with Alexa, with Google Assistant, with Siri, Cortana, Bixby, different voice technology. That's not what we're doing this time. <laughs> with this group, We've got a group of uh, content creators, publishers, who are very tech-savvy, been sort of on the cutting edge with the content that you've produced over the last few years. I want to start, and B, I'll start with you and then work my way to Eleanor and to Trevor. With your publishing operations, with how you are putting content together, how you're looking to generate business and revenue for yourself, is voice technology part of the equation for you? Is it just something that you're watching? Is it something that you're about to dive into? Is it something you've done stuff with already? Tell me where voice technology, Alexa, Google Assistant, any of them, is for you right now as a publisher. Okay. As a publisher, I'm, I love technology. Anything that's interactive and that can make life beneficial for the user or reader, is that's, that's the main goal in mind. So, yes, I'm... I am really invested in how that might, in the future, these, like Alexa skills, being embedded in interactive books to take it to the next level so that it's beyond the book in one more, like, if you were in, I imagine, a, like a children's book and saying, integrating with that, like, maybe the storybook would maybe uh, talk to your uh, light, like Nest is a, a home automated 
so it maybe it would dim the lights or something in, 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 or flicker them maybe in, in association with the book that you're reading with your child or something of that. That's something very simple that could be done and integrated. But in terms of um, watching other people in my local, in, in Vancouver, I met a senior who's using um, Google Assistant to find her phone every time because she's over 70 and she's having problems with it, but she feels so confident <laughs> and stuff like that. So it, I, I'm really excited about seeing how the practical um, applications may, might be integrated with future um, devices and software. But as we all know, with different types like iOS, Android, Windows, we all have a compatibility issue and how who is our target audience in terms of who has access to this and, and will they want to purchase it? It's not just a cool thing to have. And I guess as someone who's experimenting with multi-platform um, and, and in <laughs> please everybody, just let's love each other and, and give the world the best that we can. I guess that's my frustration and hope and challenge, and that's where I go. And I really want people to just embrace technology so that it helps them and doesn't hurt them. So I, I guess I would like to pass on to Trevor and Eleanor and to hear what they might think about those types of integrations, because that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. Sure. Um, but there's, there's more I can certainly talk about, but I'd love to hear what they have to say as well. Sure. So Great. we'll turn to Eleanor and Trevor. So <laughs> y'all, that's very kind of you. So y'all have put together a fantastic book called Galdo's Gift. You talked yes. about that in the intro. Share with us, um, and Eleanor, I'll start with you. How are you thinking about voice right now? Are you thinking about it at all? Are you watching it from a distance? Uh, what's your mindset? Um, I'm definitely there um, looking, and the more I learn about it, the more I listen to all the different aspects there can be, which is massive, the more I realise I need to learn more, basically. Um, we're, we're sort of storytellers as at the heart of what we do. So um, this whole kind of integration with games and um, finding out and, and different clues and things like that along a narrative... That's the kind of sort of regions we're looking into, but we're still sort of learning and working out how that's going to function in our next sort of projects. Yeah, because so obviously... it's definitely there, isn't it? Yeah, because we're obviously all about visuals as well, being animators. So I, I don't think we'd considered it in that, that way until recently when you start looking into it and there's things like Echo Show where you are starting to get visual displays. And you can sort of connect the two, so it's more of a, a round kind of experience. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So that with the sound, and actually what B was saying, the atmospherics, lighting, there's all sorts of things that you can play as a whole experience, not just the audio. B, what you were talking about with the lighting and sort of tying publishing into smart home implementations, yesterday I gave a presentation at Quantum about voice. And one of the companies that I mentioned was Novel Effect. Have you heard of these guys? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I follow them on Twitter. You should too. <laughs> so Novel Effect is probably the closest thing we have. Raise your hand if you know what Novel Effect is. Audience, no hands. <laughs> so this is something that you'll never say I didn't give you anything. So no Novel Effect is a company based in the United States. It was the first company to receive funding from Amazon's $200 million Alexa fund, um, the first company that they brought into the Alexa accelerator powered by Techstars, 
what it does is they, their technology hears you reading a book to another human being. So if I'm reading a book to our seven-year-old, if I'm reading The Cat in the Hat, novel effects technology detects that I'm reading The Cat in the Hat, number one. Number two, it detects where in the book I am with it, and it syncs up this audio soundscape to the live reading of the book. Now, that sounds really gimmicky until you realize that when you do that and you've got this audio soundscape added to the live reading of the book, reading comprehension goes way up. And so this company, uh, they got $100,000 from Shark Tank, which they turned down. They went on and raised three and a half million more dollars. Um, They're doing great work. There'll be a digital book world this fall. So that's a little bit about them. That's probably the closest thing we've got to what you were talking about. Yeah, so the other thing that I, I, in my local, in Canada, uh, we are very tech savvy, we're getting there, um, is uh, I was at the BC Writers Federation's Books Alive at our local public library, our main branch, and a hybrid publisher named Page Two, um, they have a featured book, it's a hardcover book and it's called Aura the Engineer and it was written by a young mother who is a engineer at Google and she was sitting with her daughter and uh, over work and she was like showing all the people because she works from home and she was showing all the men and the, the, the little daughter was like how come there's only boys that you talk to? So that was the inspiration from like, there are women engineers that work at Google and not many but so that was the feature of this book. So the exciting part is I thought it was going to be an interactive ebook, but it's not. What they've done is they've used the Google, Google Home Read-Along feature, and, and that works in tandem with this hardcover book. And so these are Google engineers. So everybody's trying to integrate that type of experience with the reading with the child. You're still having this experience. You're both engaged in listening, and it's taking this kind of tech and and integration to the next level. And children are very, they can listen to it themselves and then start reading it. And then, you know, but the great part about this Google Home is you can skip to the other parts like, oh, go to my favorite part, mommy. Go to my favorite part where the lion or whatever happens. So, you know, that's the the beauty of this because I thought it would be a continual stream. You know, or you had to kind of sit through it like an audio book. But no, it's not. It's totally integrating. And I'm excited about that. There's another big example that I want to mention. I'll get your thoughts on it. Um, It's called Stephen King Library. Raise your hand if you've heard of Stephen King Library. Okay. So Stephen King Library was created by a company called Skilled Creative out of the United States for Simon & Schuster. And it's the closest thing that we've got right now to how AI is going to work via voice. So all voice is really is the, we call it the front door for AI. Um, You don't get to the AI and the machine learning without the voice layer. But the way Stephen King Library works is that it asks you, what is the most recent Stephen King book that you've read? Okay. And then it'll ask you some other questions about what are some topics, you know, what are some things you like, what are some things you don't like? It'll ask you some questions um, that are sort of ingeniously created. And what ends up, the output of it all, is that the Alexa skill will recommend to you the next Stephen King book that you should read. And if you think about it, 
that's the way this technology, that's, that's one big way this technology is going to work. Mm -hmm. It's going to, right now it doesn't have your context, so it has to ask you these things. But the very short-term future is it's going to know this stuff about you already. It's not going to have to ask you a damn thing. Yeah. And so it's going to know what you've already read. It doesn't have to ask you. So, and it'll just proactively tell you, hey, Trevor, congratulations. I saw on your Kindle that you finished reading Stephen King's latest book. If you're looking for another one, here's the, the three we, we recommend. From the standpoint of you've created this phenomenal work called Gatto's Gift. It would be great to have an Alexa skill where you could ask people questions that would arrive, help them arrive at the conclusion on would they enjoy your book or it, you know, future iterations of that or future works that you do. As you hear about Novel Effect, as you hear about Stephen King Library, what are some thoughts as to how this could impact your practice as a publisher? Yeah, I mean, it's, it can be very important because at the moment, Gatto's Gift is on the Apple bookstore. <clears throat> and we sometimes feel that there's not that connection with the customer. So it's really, so we don't get to find out what bits they liked or what bits they didn't like necessarily unless we can get them on a forum. But things like that where you can actually sort of carry on the journey, get people responding to questions and whatever and get their kind of feedback, that's absolutely, you know, vital. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the book, you get to go, if you, if you find a little um, combination, you can do a combination lock that if you found some numbers within the book and you get to go to a secret page. Mm. And we've got that live on our website. So we're sort of trying to get them back out onto there. And then there's all sorts of things to do and paper models to make. And so we're trying to sort of connect the, the virtual world of this book and then the, the practical, physical world of them making something and make the loop, because we've actually made all these models ourselves. So we're trying to already sort of merge the two worlds together anyway. And if we can have more sort of elements merging at the same time, you know, like sound and, and working out what, it, what bits they enjoyed, I think that's really key for, for next project as well. Sure. So this has been great. I want to close with one final question. And Trevor, I'll start with you and then work to Eleanor and down to B. Um, we talked about voice. We covered a lot of ground. Irrespective of voice, we're here at the London Book Fair. This thing is just kicking off. There's a lot of people walking by wondering what we're doing. Name the number one thing that you're most excited to see as part of the show. Okay, so I'm going to be a little bit biased because uh, the, we're, we're, like I said, we're on the Apple Bookstore, but we'd like to get onto more devices. So uh, there is a particular stand, uh, it's the iPack stand. Um, it's, it's 2C60, the stand, yeah. where they're, there's, they're sort of developing ways of getting EPUB, which is what our book is, ebooks into uh, apps so that and it's making it a seamless process so that you can uh, have your book on different devices because of the functionality uh, that we can get on apple books that's why we went there whereas a lot of other platforms for epub don't allow the functionality that we wanted so this is this is great for us because it yes. then suddenly allows us to kind of expand out of that that area and, and get to more people excellent Eleanor, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, well, we are part of um, AOI, which is Association of Illustrators, and they've got a load of masterclass going on today um, to do with sort of um, the illustration and getting it out into books. So um, we're going to go along to there later, later today. I'm excited. Cool. Very <laughs> cool. B. Oh, 
I just love London. I'm just happy to be here. But uh, two things is, is, and I will, um, I echo my, the book that I produced and it's won several awards is How to Say Cheese. It's currently free for download on the iBook store, but I, uh, in tandem with these good folks is, uh, I want the book to be able to be on other platforms. And my other client is, um, Dr. Burton from UBC, he's a faculty member, linguistics, we're not allowed to call him a professor, he's a faculty member of University of British Columbia. So we're trying to find solutions in an EPUB format um, that we can integrate the audio snippets and so forth because it's a university-based textbook. So cross-platform compatibility, uh, integration of um, multimedia and uh, bandwidth and so forth. So I'm looking to talk to several people here. I have uh, meetings set up and I'm, I'm just looking to evolve technology so we can make it accessible to everyone. Very cool. B, Eleanor, Trevor, thank you for joining me. This is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure, Bradley. Thank you again. For This Week in Voice, London Book Fair 2019 edition, thank you for listening and until next time. <laughs>